watching, you bunch of hot dogs. Welcome, everyone, to Skidmark Central, the best NASCAR podcast in the multiverse. With me, as always, I have Andy. Hello. And I'm, of course, Dak. Andy, who are we sponsored by today? Today, we're sponsored by Domination. Hendrick made everyone else feel bad they about killed themselves it. on Sunday. They cheated. I don't know what they did, but they had the secret sauce they going did. on. Um, yeah, they were, they were flying. I think, like the announcers were saying... I think it's because one, it was it's the old semi like the old package, mm-hmm. um, so they have a lot of notes on it, and then and Hendrick's always, I mean, Jimmy Johnson won what ten races there, at and, least, and Hendrick has won like a billion between all mm-hmm. the people. So, uh, yeah, it just they got the setup right, and I think with having no qualifying or uh, practice, it was just uh, the way it goes, I guess. Sometimes you see, it seems like. Races like this at Dover happen a lot, um, or at least where like one or two people dominate. Yeah, I I don't know what causes that because I mean in normal circumstances you have to practice qualifying and all that jazz to get your car tuned in. But yeah, even before this no practice no qualifying thing, it's just it's always seemed like it's been a domination race. Right. Yeah. Like you're saying because I think. I think Truex's first win or something was at Dover, and he led about 400 laps. And then I think Elliott had the same thing a couple of years ago. Yeah, right. It's uh, yeah, it just seems to keep happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of the race, like Kyle Larson. Uh, so who started out front? I know they were only out MTJ. there for like a second. MTJ. Yeah. And MTJ, MTJ failed in this race as well. Yeah, he. Pooped his pants. <laughs> it was upsetting. I picked you, MDJ. I put I put all my heart into you. I was like, <sighs> "This is your year." But no, shouldn't have. That was stupid. Yeah, um, he led the first fifteen laps. Then uh, Byron started the Hendrick train, leading the next twenty-one. And then uh, I think that was a caution. Yeah, and that was a competition caution. Uh, right when Truex got the lead again. Right. And then after that, Larson won the race off pit road. And I think I think Truex lost a bunch of spots on that. Yeah. That pit because a, a lug nut got stuck in his jack and the jack wouldn't decompress. I'll do it. So they had a slow pit stop. I think they came out like low top 10 from the lead so that kind of stuck for him yeah but then yeah that was the larson show after that pretty much um no one could yeah really get by larson i know like elliot got close and some other people got close but there was no real challenge um Mm -hmm. for the lead and uh it it was funny because they kept like the, (laughs) the cautions kept being timed so that like the same people kept getting lapped down. So you had like a bunch of people like two laps down in the middle of the race because like yeah. it was like you'd lap like two cars and then caution. And then like one person would get their lap back and then he'd lap them again. So uh, that was cute. But then, uh, yeah, I don't know. 
Really? What else? Oh, Amarola was running good until he uh, hit hit the wall, or he blew a tire actually, right? Yeah, he blew a tire. He hit it pretty hard. Um, yeah, it, was it did not look good, and he was a little. Uh, he was shaking up. up after it, yeah. But uh, he seemed to be okay after the infield care center. But yeah, that was yeah. a tough hit, and kind of sucks for his season. <laughs> uh huh. Well, that's just his season in general, yeah. where he either does bad and crashes, or he does really well. And then crashes. Mm-hmm. There's no in between for it's him. It's brutal. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Um, it seemed like the Kevin Harvick was kind of the only guy, kind of with the Hendrick boys. Um, yeah. Even past Willie B at one point, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it still had nothing for him. And I think he got passed by Logano at the end, but that was because of yeah, Logano that was fresh tires. Logano. Yep. Um, but still, yeah. A good new good look for Harvick. Although I think it's because, like we were saying before, this he's good on the old package, but I think the team is not as good at like Stuart Haas in general on the um the the newer high downforce, low horsepower package. Yep, which is unfortunate for them. But uh, Harvick's still doing fine. Um, yeah, he's holding himself afloat off of Talon alone. Pretty much. Is- car is hit or miss every week but he'll make the playoffs and we'll see what happens then yep yep yep. um what else happened during the race anything cool anything fun well i guess so stage one ends larson wins of course yeah it Um, ended under caution i think from briscoe he blew a tire right in front of larson yep yep for sure and, uh yeah yeah so then they went down green flag pit stops and i want to say hamlin came out ahead of them yep but just got passed instantly yep. after the start yeah I, I forgot to mention kyle bush was having engine issues which uh ruined yeah. his dad and did you see yeah, that he had engine issues from lap one but then yeah. They figured it out, I think, under the first competition caution, they figured it out, and he was running up with, like, equal times to the leader, but at that point, he was seven laps down, and it was too late. Yep. I think he finished decent for how crappy his day was. He, I think he gained 10 or 11 spots from his low point in the day, which... Mean could mean a a position at the end of the uh, yeah. year. Yeah, I also forgot to mention Elliot started at the back again, which just seems like every race now. <laughs> yeah, just starts at the rear. Um, but yeah, made his way up to second by stage two, and I thought maybe Elliot would be the one to challenge Larson because he was getting really close um, mm-hmm. towards the end of stage two, like within a second. Um, and I was like, maybe uh, Elliot will have something for him after the pit stops but no nope, never really did um that's that's is what it is uh yeah it's the first time larson has won two stages in a race pretty cool uh but uh yeah still could not finish it out i mean so i guess from the after stage two uh you had well we talked about Amarola hitting the wall um then you had ricky stenhouse and uh what's his name who's alfredo getting into it 
mm-hmm. Kozlowski. It was yeah, funny because they were on the... just booted him. Booted Stenhouse, which sure booted Amarola, or uh, Alfredo. Yeah, I think what happened was... Uh, yeah, Stenhouse was behind Alfredo, kind of bumping him, and then uh, they he had to check up, and then Kozlowski just ran into him, and Alfredo went for a ride. But I don't think he got much damage, to be honest. No, he was able to continue, but he... I want to say... Yeah, I mean, he wasn't really competing much to begin with, so he was just kept chugging along. Was it this caution, or was the Almirola caution where really the uh, where Bowman kind of won the race? He he got off pit road first. Um, it was the. Yeah, I think it was the Almirola caution. Almirola caution, yeah. yeah. So he got off pit road first. Uh, he had a really. It was a combination of apparently he had the fastest pit stop all year. Yep. And then also Larson had a little bit of a slow pit stop. It wasn't even that slow, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was like like they replayed it and they're like, Yeah, I guess it was it was just a little slow. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. there was nothing like nobody like dropped anything or something like that. It was just uh a little too slow. Only a car length, really. And uh mm-hmm. that kind of lost in the race because Larson was never really able to go back up a challenge. I mean, he challenged on a couple of the restarts. Um there was one in particular where Kevin Harvick uh had some speed on the restart and kind of got side almost right next to Larson as he was challenging with Bowman and uh, it kind of took the air off Larson. He had to back out, um, but and then he could never get back to or sorry, he could never get back to Bowman. Yeah, because that uh, was after the caution for the debris, the last one. It was yep. I think seventy laps before the end of the race, yep. where uh, Larson kept pace with Bowman at the restart and going on to the back stretch the first lap after the restart after the caution. He was side-by-side with Bowman, had the preferred line going into the bottom or the corner. But, yeah, like you said, Harvick just got shot out of a cannon that that uh, restart. And I thought he was going to take him three wide for a second going into turn three. Just yeah bombing it in there to see what happened but he ended up just side drafting larson down that whole front stretch to bring him back to harvick which yeah like you said ruined his run on bowman and then that was pretty much it he could he could get up to his bumper almost but then once he got to his bumper he he didn't even come close to getting a run to try and pass him and even lap traffic wasn't that big of an issue no for the it really wasn't the yeah dover's so wide and mm-hmm. it's usually not that except it's when a uh Elliot, multi, uh, it's a multi-race service so yep 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 uh so yeah bowman gets the w larson gets another second place finish like we we're talking about Elliot like, yeah. third. keep the streak bowman or sorry byron gets fourth uh mm-hmm. to give the hendrick top four the first time since 2005 um, that they had, that uh, a team has gone one, two, three, four. Uh-huh. That was Roush. I think they had five cars at the time, so that was cheating. And then <laughs> the only time at before that was like in the fifties, for a race team I don't remember slash haven't heard of. Um, yeah, don't so exist anymore. Really, this is like the first time that four car team has gone one, two, three, four in modern history. Mm-hmm. Which, if you think about, it, is it still is pretty incredible because. 
yeah, it's just really hard to do. Like uh, that's just for even... all cars not to have any bad luck and like yeah. be the fastest. Like that's crazy. It's just even insane to even have a one-two finish, mm-hmm. even if it is a, a four four yeah. um four car team and they finish one-two and the other two guys are off uh, picking their nose or something. It that's still impressive to have two cars yeah. that good. Yeah. And there's just, yeah, like you said, so much that can go on. Like, even the fastest, the fastest car does not win every race, so. Exhibit A. Yeah, this, you could say that this race. And uh, so to have have that happen is pretty cool. Pretty good stuff. Uh, yeah, so now Bowman has two W's. Good for Watch him. Watch out, Truex. Um, so, yeah, Bowman seems to be the uh, inconsistent but good person right now. Um uh, Frickin' Byron, though, is still being... He's like the Hamlin of Hendrick right now. Yeah. Although he has a win. Um, it's just so still better killing it with those top fives. <clears throat> yeah, really, he is better. Um, and Larson is still still doing strong. Obviously, yeah, we think he had the fastest car this week. Um, and just, uh, yeah, been, been killing. I think he is... I would say Larson is the fastest of the Hendrick cars right now. Mm-hmm. especially he just can't always put it together i mean he has two second place finishes that arguably could have been first um in a win yep. of course and then seems to be like the biggest threat every week to win mm-hmm. whereas elliot's usually not like a threat to win like he's finishing fine i would say um but not great and then uh, Byron is a threat to win sometimes, but usually just kind of there in the top ten, top five. So, and then Bowman just either has really bad luck or uh, or wins apparently. Yeah, so, yeah, that's uh, it's it's wild. I, like, I think we say this every week, but that the nine is looking like the worst Hendrick car <laughs> this year. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. That's a good problem to have. I guess so. Well, not a, unless you're Elliot, but. He'll get a win True. this weekend, maybe. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Did you also see that uh, Mr. H said that uh, they're going to sign... This was just kind of like said offhanded in the media, but he said that they're looking to sign Bowman for a multi-year deal. And yep. uh, this, uh, the yeah, the contract is just a formality. So, I mean, I don't think that was really known before this slash... Like, you'd argue before this year, like, are they going to keep the other Hendrick people? Like, because Bowman and Byron really haven't, I mean, they're doing, they were doing okay, but they hadn't mm-hmm. been, like, setting the world on fire, like, uh, I guess Hendrick usually wants. Um, this year, they've definitely turned that around. Uh, and then, like, hearing that, it seems like they're going to stick with this lineup for the foreseeable future, which I don't blame them <laughs> yeah. now that they're doing and well. They were saying on the broadcast, this is the youngest team uh at an average age of 26 so it's pretty crazy they keep performing at this level and they most likely will hendrick is i, I could know, see them gonna I stay mean, being good like this would be a very low possibility just because of how hard it would be um with all the things that could happen but they could go one two three four in the championship which would be wild oh, they most uh, definitely could that would be freaking crazy uh, I could see multiple, like, I think it's more than likely that multiple Hendrick cars get in the top four. I could mm-hmm. easily see that happening. And I think as, like, you'd almost 
bet on that happening now. Yeah. Uh, and that should have been one of my uh, predictions. Should have. Nobody saw this coming. I mean, we didn't even, we didn't even think the... Uh, I have to go look at my predictions. I'm pretty sure mine are very wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had Larson doing well. But I think I did too. no one else. Yeah, did not expect this. Oh, well. What are you going to do? But that's uh, good for Bowman. Remember, he came from, like, he was driving for freaking BK Nobody. Racing. And then yeah. Dale Jr. was like, I like this kid. And he got a shot in Dale Jr.'s car. Almost won at Phoenix. Mm-hmm. The first race. And now look at him go. He's got two wins. Arguably one of the fastest Hendrick cars, if not, like, one of the best drivers this year. So even though he's still, like, 13th in points. <laughs> Just because yeah. of all the bad luck. But yeah, uh, he has Yeah, he's not been doing well. He has three DNFs this year, so that's yeah. the big I issue mean, on why he's thirteenth in points. Oh uh, yeah, and then he's he's just had a lot of not good finishes from things not really in his control. So mm-hmm. but yeah, they're they're showing they're fast and can win races, so but they'll they'll get her done. Um yeah, only one race at Dover this year, which I guess I'm kind of okay with. I mean, I like, I think I've said this a lot of times, but I like Dover as far as like driving on it because it's fun to like, really rewarding to get the, the corners right in the car because you slide up so close to the wall and exit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it does produce, like we're saying before, a lot of these races where one person just dominates for some reason. And I don't really know exactly why that is, but uh, it just seems to happen. Mm-hmm. but it's a cool track i like the track yeah, cool track uh and it's kind of out of their wheelhouse too it's all the way up in the northeast yeah. so it's probably i mean kind of like new Ham- hampshire yeah but a better track just in general so that probably helped them keep two races longer but it was probably the same thing where attendance was down i mean this is a yeah a uh kind of a fluke year because no one was able to do anything so if something's not sold out you should probably stop doing it altogether this year i think they took out stands too at dover yeah um and i think i think they've done it at a few places actually but um Mm. yeah it's i think it's fine i like that dover is like a different kind of track too like it's Mm -hmm. a mile high banks uh so it's it kind of it's like like an intermediate big uh big bristol but it's also short. Yeah, it's a bigger Bristol. It's a Bristol on steroids. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of works. Whereas, like, yeah, New Hampshire's like a Martinsville on steroids. And it doesn't work. Not as fun for me, anyway. But uh, I think we've beaten that horse into the ground. Uh, nah, I'm still good to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Yeah, ready to beat it. Um, <laughs> next week. Ooh, baby. Coda. That's going to be... I'm really excited for this race. I'm also excited to race it in iRacing. But it's... Ooh, I, I know, need to get my setup going. Yeah, I need. Yeah, you do. I need to practice for this race, too, because it's... Nope. It's super nope. hard in iRacing, and it might be for a single monitor because you there's a lot of blind corners uh, at the track. So it's going to be it's gonna be fun. And uh, first time, of course, that NASCAR's race there. Mm. It's... I... There's a lot of, I'm wondering how, like we're talking, is how NASCAR is going to handle the cautions and uh, how long the laps are going to be and 
how the race is going to be, how long the race is going to be, if like <laughs> it's taking forever. I don't know. It's it. I'm excited though. Better hope they have lights. I would. Yeah. Do they have lights? Don't know. Don't remember. I. Uh, it's an early enough race. I think it's a noon yeah, start time for them. So hopefully the race doesn't last more than eight hours. Yeah. I'd be down. Um. <laughs> More than eight hours. Uh, crazy, crazy. Yeah, the the race for uh, the playoffs is kind of getting there. Oh, someone else who did good. I wanted to mention was uh, Hemrick. Mm-hmm. Was absolutely killing it this race. He's showing he's got some speed. A lot of yeah. time. really RCR in general has been surprising me this year. To be honest mm-hmm. with, because uh, Austin Dillon has not been a slouch either. Yeah, they were top 10 for a good chunk of the race, but Dylan kind of faded towards the end to a 14th finish position. Yeah. But yeah, you could... It was just... I don't know, we keep saying it week after week that they have good uh, finishes, but they might actually just be starting to get good. Because, I mean, I could kind of see it with Redick last year. He... Yeah, he was definitely better than Dylan most races, and was always flirting with top fifteen, top tens. Which last year, well, any time before this year, uh, which was very good for RCR, just with them being kind of a lower tier team. But I was also surprised with Suarez; he's been doing very well this year, um, getting his second top ten finish in ninth this race. Um, yeah. Which, for a single car team that is their first year, that's pretty good. Because, I mean, it, it's not too often that you get two, I don't want to say top-tier single car teams, but they're, with Bubba Wallace at, what is it, 11-23-23-11? Yep. And Suarez with Trackhouse. Like, it was made yeah, Suarez known been killing it in the off season that these two single car teams are like here to compete, not like we'll just have a car in the back. It's like, we're going to dump as much money as we need to in this team for it to compete. And it's kind of shown a lot faster for track house than it has for uh, Bubba so far. But I mean, Bubba, he, he got an 11th place finish and it's not, I feel like he would be, up there with Suarez a lot more and be more competitive, but it seems like Bubba's had a lot of unlucky moments this year, whether it's a blown tire or just someone gets loose and slides up into him and takes him out. But um, I don't know. I feel like by the end of this year, they'll consistently be getting top 15s for both both teams. Yeah. Um, and another thing... Frickin' uh, Hamlin is killing it in the point. He's 100 points ahead of William yeah. Byron, which is crazy considering he hasn't won a race. That's, that's two full races of points, basically. He could sit out two races and still yeah. be. It is, it is <laughs> wild. First. Because you, Harvick kind of did the same thing last year, but he won nine races in right. doing that, where Hamlin, yeah, like you said, hasn't won a, a single thing. And he's he's a hundred some points ahead of everybody. Yep. Another cool thing, it might they're calling it might rain at Coda, which could oh 
just be absolutely insane if it starts raining that day. Better start putting some lights up. <laughs> yeah. That's that'll be wild. The first race at Coda in the rain. That'd be that well, kind of like at the Daytona road course last year. It rained. Uh, yeah. I mean, before the race, it wasn't raining during the race. It'll be fun. I'm excited. Dude, you uh, you did not do good in fantasy this week. No, it was, it was an off week. Not That's good. okay. Not good. I'm closing up on you in uh, the regular point standings, too. Within four, or actually seven, I can't count. <laughs> um, yeah, it absolutely trounced you in the, that's in the all right. race, but that's fine. A little bit steady. This week is going to be good. I got some I got some hot picks. I feel like we've got some similar lineups here. Maybe. I have, let me just go. I got Chase Elliott. I still have a lot of uses with him because I haven't been using him because he hasn't been doing good. Yeah. Uh, then I have Christopher Bell because I think it's pretty obvious he did good at the road course. Um, so why not? Uh, Michael McDowell. He did good at the Daytona road course and I got a lot of uses, so might as well. AJ Almendinger. Ooh. I have ten uses with him, and uh, he's good. He's he's a good racer. Uh, and then I have Daniel Suarez, mm-hmm. just because I have a lot of uses with him as well. And we'll see what happens. Then in the garage, I have Kyle Busch, K. Bush. There you go. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Bonus picks: Chase Elliott, winner. Top Chevy, Chase Elliott. Top Ford, Ryan Chase Blaney. Elliott. Yeah, Chase Elliott. <laughs> uh, and top Toyota, I have Denny Hamlin. And I'm quadrupling down with uh, Chevrolet winning and Hendrick Motorsports, the winning team. Nice. I like Thank it. You. Thank you. Mainly because that's my lineup, too. Um, Is it? No. <laughs> uh, pretty similar. So I have Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney, Tyler Reddick, Michael McDowell, Daniel Suarez, and then in the garage, I have C Bell. Z-Bell, nice. Yeah. And then bonus picks, I, I spread it out, spread the love a little bit. I have Chase Elliott winning, Kyle Larson, top Chevy, BK, top Ford, Denny Hamlin, top Toyota, with Toyota winning the race and Hendrick as the team winner. Bold. Bold decision. Hey, how yep. how far ahead am I of you in the uh, overall standings? Seven to six, you. Oh, there we go, back on top. Mm-hmm. Feels good, right? Very, we're very streaky this year. We are terribly streaky. We'll see what happens. Oh man, yeah, there's a. I, yeah. I think I won the first one, and then you won the next six. And then you and won, I like won five. the next six. Yeah, six. Yeah. And yeah. And now I've won three. This is that doesn't really add up, but I'll take no. it. It, but you get the point. It's gonna be fun. It'll yeah. Be fun to see. I was worried just, that I was just gonna pull away and it wouldn't be any fun this year. But uh, <laughs> I was worried I was gonna do too well. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I'm just too good for this league. I don't know and what to say. We all gotta catch up to Formula 400. He's 300 points or 200 points ahead of us. You wow. Have, we have some things to do. We have some. Hopefully, I gotta start taking notes or Formula something. 400 has used too many of their drivers and. Uh, and remove and, and we, <laughs> yeah, just get him out of here <laughs> and we could uh 
we'll catch up on the back half of the season, but who knows? Maybe not. We'll we'll see. I uh, I'm not getting my hopes up. Just oh my goodness! Why would you do that? Matthew McConaughey is the Grand Marshal for the Cup race. Yeah, I saw that. Wild, hilarious. All He's right, gonna say all something. All right, perfect. That's all I know. <laughs> He's gonna find a way to put that in there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Can't wait. I I can. Did you see they didn't have the trophy in the, the diecast? Yeah, in the trophy. I saw his diecast wasn't in that the Dover Trophy. What was that all about? Uh, I don't know. The they that. probably just didn't have one. My, uh, the article I read about that, they basically said they had no diecast cars there because I guess there's a diecast car shortage. What? Along with everything else. Really? And I, the paint scheme he ran at this race was released too late for them to start running production on it, so they didn't get. But they had that big car with his uh, thing on it. That's because they stole a car from Hendrick to put it up there. Hitbox. A little different. Let me see if I can buy one right now. I'm going to try to buy one. Diecast. I'm going to buy a Bowman diecast. You're going to be out like three months. All right, let's see. What paint scheme scheme did he run? Oh, Ally. $60. Oh, well, you can get an autographed one. That's fun. I'm out of here. What's what size is the? Uh, what 120th, size? One twentieth, like, I believe. One twenty four is like what? Yeah, one twenty four. Um, Alex Bowman. Uh, holy sh- <laughs> Nikes! This item will ship no later than Friday, October 29th. Well, that's sad. All right, maybe you're right. There is a uh, shortage. Should I try to get the do it this one? This one says March 31st. Is that this year or next year? <laughs> That's probably next year. We're way past March 31st. Oh no! What about this one? Let me try this one. October 29th. Still, hmm. Maybe I should. Uh, I'll get these for one of my birthday presents. I haven't bought a diecast car, and I haven't I either. I've been thinking about it. Maybe I'll get one, and then I'll just show up one day, and it'll be like a surprise. <laughs> oh, happy birthday to me. I might. This, I'll get a Bowman race win car. Nice. Yeah, I. Uh, it's been a minute. Holy cow. I think it's, yeah, been high, since high school. Since I've gotten one. Yeah. I need some more. I. I could find worse ways to burn my money. I like burning money. I might get the throwback one. That's kind of cool. That's not a race win one. I wonder yeah. what the difference is between all. I haven't, yeah, even looked at diecast cars in years. All my yeah. cars are like from the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between the regular diecast and elite diecast? Wouldn't you like What does it mean? The elite diecast is $100 and the regular is 65 <laughs> Someone explain. Details. Uh, uh, diecast chassis. Who knows? Does it have like more upgraded detail in it? engine detail? Yeah, I imagine like maybe like you know how some you can like lift the hood and stuff. Yeah. I imagine like that's what this means. Imported. Interesting. Oh, very cool. You can get an autographed one. 
I was saying before. Cool. But it might not come till next year. <laughs> March 31st. <laughs> At the earliest. That's scary. I don't know. Maybe I'll look at these later. Yeah. And burn some money. It'll be fun. Uh, uh, elite. It's it's the production run, it looks like. What does that mean? Oh, oh this one says June. There's... Holy crap. This one is you're not going to get till June 30th, 2022. What? Yeah. The elite one. That's wild. Who is buying these? Me, maybe. Yeah, because details matter. There we go. That's crazy. Yeah. They're, de- they're painstakingly designed to replicate every inch of a real NASCAR stock car. Is that what it says? Yeah. Not only does each diecast body reflect the contour and body shape June 2022. of the car's fancy on the track, the details under the hood are also second to none. Where are you reading this? <laughs> on the, the, a diecast website. Just make it up. Oh, yeah. crap. You can get five of these. A lot of diecast cars. Probably don't need that many. Um, cool. Interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. If uh, this is just the Lionel diecast cars, I don't know how many companies make NASCAR diecast cars, but this is one of them. Yeah, I'm just on the uh, the NASCAR.com website. Uh, oh, maybe they like. Maybe they can only you get like an endorsement for your diecast cars because there's only like six drivers or ten drivers here. Oh no, never mind. There is all of them. You just had to click to see them. Which are those ones? Uh, let's see here. Let's see what Bowman's race winning one is. Ooh, twenty percent off Goodyear tires. There we go. Alex Bowman, 2021 Ally Dover Race Win 124th Diecast. 92 bucks. Uh, so that's pretty similar. Elite Car 107. That's no. Oh, that's weird. There's just Chrome. Why would you want a Chrome one if it's. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want a chrome one? I don't know. Autographed. Oh, you're going to pre-order it. Wild. That's How fun. long is it going to... All right. I think we've looked at diecast enough on a podcast show. <laughs> um, what else we got? Fantasy? We did that. We did it. Um, what's after that? Do some power rankings. All right. What's the power rankings? Uh, here. You see them? Yep. There they are. All right, next topic. No, uh, <laughs> number ten. I got Harvick. RV. Wow. Number ten. Not bad. I, it's. I don't know. Yeah, he did good this race, or well, I should say. And I mean, it was a sixth place finish. He was. This is probably his best race of the year in terms of sniffing the front sniffing. The pack. I don't I don't even know if he's even led a lap this year, to be honest. He might not have. He 
he's having a rough go at it, but he's pretty consistent. He's getting ridiculous amount of top tens, like a ridiculous amount. But yeah, number ten, nice. Uh, number nine, I got Kyle Busch falling down uh, a bit. Had his engine issues, fixed them, but too little, too late. Um, but you can definitely tell uh, he's starting to pick it up a bit as the season goes. So we'll see where he ends up by playoff time. Perfect. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to. I hate to like drop people way out if they have like engine troubles and stuff. But yeah, I think nine's <laughs> appropriate. Number eight, it's probably a little too low for him, but hey, there's good drivers out there. Uh, I got Bowman. Bowman, wow. You got to put him higher than this, my guy. Bowman needs to be top five right now. Top five? I think so. That's where I'm putting him. Look at his latest finishes. A win. A win. There you go. Top five. Let me see his... His uh, his latest finishes. Where did he finish the other two races? Um, Darlington. Seventeenth. All right, you're right. This is fine. <laughs> See, am I right? Top five. <laughs> yeah, but he had issues there. He also had issues in Kansas. I'm pretty sure. Well, but, tell oh, him well. to stop having issues. I I don't know. Well, if you go back all the way to Richmond, he won. <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> fine, I'll allow it. Although I think, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. What's yeah. who's next? Who's next? I have Logano next. Logano, yeah. Uh, Logano uh, took advantage of those new tires and got mm-hmm. he almost. I mean, not really almost. He was still a couple seconds off Byron, but he was. He was knocking on the door of the uh, the Hendrick uh, quads. That's how. Quad he, City. That's one yeah. way to say it. Um. Yeah. No. He he definitely took advantage of that last pit stop to get tires and uh, passed quite a few people. Where Hamlin did it a couple or one caution before that and stalled out hard. So he he hit it right at the end and. Got himself a nice top five finish. So. Beauteous. And then I've got Elliot. Elliot. The man, yes. the myth, the legend. Really a quiet year like we've talked about for him. I think this is fine. He's not really been a threat for wins. Um, but this seems appropriate. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. How... I might put like he's for me he's kind of in the same boat as Harvick. Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard. It's hard to do this. Uh, every time I want to drop him. You guys him, try doing this. I like, yeah, I start to drop him and then he's like does this and he gets third yeah. with like I mean <laughs> he was close a few times to leading some laps and maybe looking tough but yeah, ended up third which isn't bad at all either. All right, number five, Lil Blaney. 
Ooh, little Blaney. I didn't even know where little Blaney finished this race. What happened with him this race? He was twelfth. He was up and down all race. He he had like a uh, somebody's like quarter panel fly through his uh, yeah. bumper, so he had to fix that. I think at the stage two break, I want to say. Yep. So that kind of set him back in the low teens halfway through the race, but he fought his way back up to finish 12th, which with the damaged car at a surprisingly aero dominant track, uh, pretty well, pretty good. Yeah. There. Uh, number four, this is where it starts getting iffy where I just throw, started throwing names around. We got Byron or Byron. Um, I don't know. I think I put Byron higher. Yeah, I thought about switching Byron and Larson to have Larson three, but that's where they stayed. I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's these top four are a little tough because you mm-hmm. got well, MDJ is the most winning. Yep, Amlin's for sure the most consistent, mm-hmm. and then I think you're right. Like, um, Larson's just like a worse version of MTJ and. Uh, Byron's a worse version of Hamlin <laughs> yeah. at this point. So it it could go either way here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I, it's, I, I'll, I respect that. It's close enough. Yeah, and but then I kept MTJ in second because he was poo-poo this race. Man, you really, I'm disappointed, MTJ. What are you doing? And, the, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Mr. Hamlin, yep. number one, doing... Honestly, the best out of uh, anybody mm-hmm. right now. He could just win a freaking race. He's like 2003 Matt Kenseth. He's about to win this championship with zero yeah. wins. Uh-huh. It was crazy. This is his first top 10 finish without it also being a top 5 finish. It is pretty nice. And he has, and he has top 10 finishes. Almost all, yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Pretty cool, though. Pretty cool. Well... Good stuff. Anything else we got? Uh, not that I can see. Oh, there's rumblings of Roush bringing Brad Keselowski on board to be a part owner of his race team. Of Roush? Yep. That article just came out like a couple hours ago. I don't know the doesn't work legitimacy of it, but... That seems weird. Keselowski doesn't work for Roush. Are you doing... I know. Okay, well... I don't know why Brad would want to own Roush, but well, not own it, but like, yeah, part owner, yeah. Weird. All right. Yeah, there's that was pretty much it. That Kozlowski has interest in owning a cup team because he already, I think he owns a truck team, right? Yeah, I think they actually just closed their doors though. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think that was just, I think we covered that like last year or something. They're like, it doesn't really make sense anymore to have a truck team like financially. So, yeah, yeah, because it was uh, it's been leaked that Kozlowski will be offered is offered a ride, a full time ride at, at Roush next year. While simultaneously be becoming a part owner, so it'd be Roush Fenway Keselowski Racing, RFK. Weird. That'd be interesting. I mean, I don't know 
because he would take over the number six that would kick Newman either to a third team or out. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what that would... Uh, that's a smart move. No, it'd be a terrible move on Keselowski's part. As, I mean, Rosh hasn't been driver. doing as bad, but they're, they're not great. No, but if he gets they... to own the team, then that's cool. And maybe he brings some people, too. So you never know. Yeah, I mean... work out. Business-wise, probably a smart move, with especially with it going to the Gen 7 car, with it theoretically sure. being cheaper for everything. Sure. And to possibly be more competitive. And with everyone kind of on the same playing field, per se, it might, in the future, matter what team you're on. So... It, it might be a leap of faith this year, but may pay off in the future. But I think, personally, he's got a good thing going at Penske, and I wouldn't want to rock the boat too much if he cares about his driving career. Yeah, true. Yeah, all but, good points. I mean, he is 37 years old, so he might also be thinking about retirement within a couple years. So Also true. Do a couple years at at Roush to become a part-time owner with one of the bigger race teams. Yeah. Might not be a bad call either. Could be. Could be. All, all things to think about. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure he is. I'm sure. Or this is. article's complete or crap. crap. And it doesn't mean he, he doesn't even, hasn't even come across his desk yet. Yeah. Wild. I don't know. It sounds a little far-fetched, but uh, weirder things have happened. Yeah. They also there, there said that, like, like, the Hamlin... Michael Jordan could be a team owner or something ridiculous like that, so... Yeah. so weirder things have happened. <laughs> we'll just have to check it out. Mm-hmm. I'll keep, uh, keep the boots on the ground on this story, see, see if I can get anything more. True. Keep your ear to the ground. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. You got anything, uh, else? anything else? Any story you just want to bust out there? Just no. Just because you can? No. People are listening? No? Okay. No stories for me. All right. We'll call it a day. We will see you people next week. Watch the Coda race at uh, I think it's 2.30 p.m. Eastern. 2.30? Okay. The Eagle Park Texas Grand Prix. Prix. <laughs> Prix. Weird. I don't know why they called it that, but whatever. Mm. I'll allow it. It's kind of cooler than the freaking numbers in the title. I think they should get rid of the numbers, but who am I to say? Maybe they will when they go to shorter races like we also want. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. See you guys later. Bye bye.